Welcome to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network, a show that streams health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. You can download all Kidney Talk shows from iTunes and find a variety of resources to help you navigate this illness at rsnhope.org. Please welcome your host, Lori Hartwell, who has lived with kidney disease since the age of two. Well, welcome to Kidney Talk. Today, you know, we're going to be speaking to a very interesting man who's very creative, and he's come up with this campaign called Big Dumb Kidneys. And we're going to learn all about it, why he created this campaign, and learn a little bit about his story. So welcome to the show, Gene Oaken. Thanks, Lori. Thanks for having me this morning. So tell me a little bit about why you decided to create this Big Dumb Kidneys, which is just pretty funny because, you know, they're not really dumb. They're pretty smart, but, uh, you know, when they don't work, they're kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks. Uh, you, you know, it, it, it story kind of goes back a little ways. Really, it started with my father who had uh, polycystic kidneys. You know, he went through a very long and rough road on dialysis. Uh, and subsequently that led to, I think, believe his demise, um, uh, leading to other health issues. But the reason I actually decided to create this type of a site and use humor, even though this is a very serious subject, um, really looking to uh, create awareness to my story, but I think it's a bigger than that. It's more about creating awareness about living donation. Um, and and about the process of what's involved for it, I think there's a kind of a disconnect with, with that. Um, and so I used humor because I think people would be at least open to receiving a message that had humor in it, and they might share it. And you know, I've I've seen a lot of messages. I, I you know I really wasn't a big person um, with uh, Facebook or any of the social media. Um, but you know what I what I had looked at it, it, it just seemed there's a lot of uh, a lot of messages and a lot of things going on for people people looking for stuff. But at the end of the day, relative to to somebody finding a kidney and 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 what they would want to share, you know, if somebody just said, hey, I just I'm looking for a kidney, or another person looking for a kidney. It's it sort of people. I, I have a tend- tendency, I think, to kind of gloss over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's something where it's humorous or might gain their interest, at least they might look at it. And so the idea was to sort of pull pull in uh, viewers and, and people to create awareness through the humor and then taking a very subject that's very serious that we've made light of and, and then educating people on that, on both my situation and on, on you know, the plight of everybody else that also has either PKD or some other form of, of kidney disease and that is faced with dialysis and and those types of measures to to stay alive. Well, what's interesting is, you know, I have a lot of friends who have polycystic kidney disease, and it's a genetic illness, and there's a few other uh, genetic illnesses, I think Elport syndrome. But the two number one causes of kidney failure are high blood pressure and diabetes. And oftentimes... Uh, people don't really know they're going to go into kidney, you know, kidney disease or kidney failure because it's 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 silent. High blood pressure is silent, but you knew you might have kidney problems, and at some day you're going to have to watch it very very closely. So your um, GFR, you're at almost 20, right? Um, 20 GFR, which allows you to be on the transplant list to get a preemptive transplant, and I think that's 
you know, that's the best option for anybody. If anybody can avoid dialysis and get a preemptive transplant, it's it's better for, <laughs> I know it's better for you because you're going to, you know, you'll have to avoid dialysis and, and people do better because dialysis is not easy on you. So tell us a little bit about, you know, you created this My Big Dumb Kidneys video campaign and give us a, you know, a synopsis of what the videos look like. Sure. Yeah. So um, the, the campaign itself was something that was a collaborative effort, and really I have a lot to thank to my sister and the group of companies and agencies that, that she works with to help me really pull everything together. I I'm myself am, am in the energy business, and, and frankly, I never really even talked about my kidneys being a, a problem to anybody. I never shared it with anybody. I was sort of always didn't want people to feel sorry for me, and so I always just kind of told people, well, I'm, I'm kind of a fat guy. I drink a lot of beer and you know, things like that to make joke of it uh, because I used to be a, a national-level power lifter and a bodybuilder. I was a very big guy, and I look quite a bit different 20 years ago than I, than I do today. Well, and I thought it was interesting because they used to call you mean gene, and now they call you green gene. I mean... <laughs> yeah. yeah, my names have changed, so that's funny. That's true, uh, and and I wasn't really mean unless I was training you, of course. Uh, then you probably didn't like me. Um, but uh, unfortunately, as the kidneys grow, they get bigger and bigger. And now, now I think they're the world's largest. I, I don't know if anyone has any bigger ones, but um, they're they're quite big. And your, your kidneys, um, just to explain to the listeners, like polycystic kidney disease, you basically um, have like tumors that grow on the kidneys, right? They're not cancerous, but they just get bigger and bigger. And I remember one time I saw a picture of a, a, a polycystic kidney, but the kidney was like 25 pounds or something like that. Um, are we talking your kidneys could be growing that big? I, I wouldn't want to guess on the weight, but I would tell you I believe so. I think there, as you said, there's, there's cysts growing on top of cysts, growing on top of cysts, and as they grow... They're bigger and bigger, and I'm, I'm kind of looking almost like a pregnant version of, a, of you know myself, um, just distended in my in my stomach area. Uh, so from the outside, I just look like a, a guy that's a big beer belly, but but uh, on the inside, it's it's these two you know very large and probably very deformed looking kidneys. Why don't you call my big fat kidneys? <laughs> I mean, I guess dumb is a little bit better, but uh, I'm getting a visual here. So, um. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we, we kind of use the, the, it's funny, we looked at the word dumb and we looked at the word, you know, what they are. And, and so that's kind of the parody behind the story. And you asked about, you know, these different stories. We created these skits with two kidneys. We dressed them up in kidney outfits. And, and, and so they're, they're big guys and they're chasing me around doing different things. And, the idea is that, you know, with somebody with this type of disease and my condition, um, I'm, I'm running into situations where um, I'm affected uh, by, by them. In other words, I'm, when I'm sleeping, I, I have to lay on my back. I can't really lay on my sides. It's, it's, it's an annoyance. I don't sleep well back and forth. I'm sitting in certain uh, positions or in a car uh, or in certain booths. I can't sit very well. Um, you know, the foods I eat, sometimes when my stomach gets upset, I can't eat much. Uh, people think I would eat more, so I get, you know, most people when they see me, they want to put a, a large helping of food in front of me because I look like a big eater, but 
In fact, the opposite is true. It's, it's taking up so much space in there that I, I just have to eat smaller meals. Um, so these, I kind of tried to make parodies along those lines of kind of a day in the life of, of all the kind of fun and stupid things that happened to me because of my kidneys. Um, and, and, um, we, we leveraged my, uh, as I mentioned, my sister's been a driving force and her company is, is called Smithsolve. They're a, uh, they're actually a communications company for a rare disease of people with blood, blood disorders and other types of, uh, disorders. And, um, through her relationship, she was able to connect me to several other groups. Um, one is called Second Melody and the other is the O'Hara Project and our photographer is Dave Fatina. And so that collaborative group that she uses was able to uh, help me with pulling together some conceptual ideas and the whole big dumb kidneys idea was one of them. Um, and that, that one resonated with everybody. We seemed to think that we could... Uh, one, tell a good message, two, in, in a humorous way, and, and three, uh, something that was, was doable and something that we could be sharing on, on the Internet. So, you know, I've had four transplants, and my last transplant was a living donor transplant, and I'm very grateful to my stepsister for donating. But it's a very difficult, you know, position to be in like you got to ask somebody else to give you a kidney and it's so wonderful that you had a sister step up because I know a lot of people can't do it they need you need somebody else to ask for you and have you received any feedback um, from your campaign and has it helped educate some of your your friends and family and has anybody said hey I'll get tested Uh, you know in fact we've had a very good and positive feedback um, from from folks that have donated, from potential people that are on dialysis waiting, and uh, also from uh, from people online that have uh, read my story and and they want to help. And I think it's different levels of of sort of want to help. I think there's um, a large group of people that you know want to wish me well um, and. And, and just encouragement and that there's a group of people that want to wish me well encouragement and share. Uh, and then there's a very small group, but there is a group that it's a contingent of, of people that, you know, want to see me through this and want to help if they can. And, you know, if that does mean some uh, testing or potential consideration of donation, um, there's been some interest. Um, and so I'm, I'm trying to educate them of the process because there's still, it seems there's a lot of disconnect in terms of what can be done and their own health. Um, I find a lot of people are very wanting to do something, but even um, when we start discussing some of the simple things, you know, they realize that they have to be in super health in order to do it. And so it's, um, it's been a little bit of up and down. I've, 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 I've had some very good, um, responses and I've had others where I thought it was going to be potentially something good and um, maybe the the spouse uh, didn't like the idea and so it was um, it was later determined that they, they wouldn't so uh, I, I think I'm I'm kind of early stage in this in this process um, relatively speaking um, I've seen it coming as you said it wasn't it wasn't a surprise I think many people have that surprise from other diseases but because I watched my father go through it um, when I was 30, I was in a, in a car accident, and um, that accident, my, my Jeep flipped over. I, they did some x-rays, and at that time, 
they, somebody had, had kind of indicated to me that there's something going on down there. And that was my kind of alertness to sort of that's where something is starting. So I, I am, I've had the, the, the ability to see it coming. And so I think for me, I'm trying to get a head start on it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, with, definitely. With, definitely. Yeah, with getting the story out. I think, I think it has to be done. And, and um, I, what I'm also been part of some other kidney groups. And I found that there's a lot of people that are struggling with getting the message out or they don't know how to talk about it. And, um, and they're on dialysis already. And so it's, it's hard for me to watch that because I know exactly what they're going through. I was on for 13 years. I, I, I definitely, it's difficult, but it's, it's so wonderful that there's a bridge or, you know, so, you know, what's the alternative? No, I, no, it's, I'm very, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to wrap your brain around that, you know, because no matter what you're just faced with having to rely on a machine to live, which is just a little difficult to mentally wrap your brain around. But at the same time, it's, it's, you know, a gift and, but it's hard. <laughs> so, so many mixed emotions. Yeah. I think people aren't educated though in that. Many of them don't even really understand what dialysis is. You see, it's the interesting thing is, is, is for me, you know, I got to, you, you lived through it 13 years. I, I many, many, many times wheeled my dad in and out and, you know, watched the process. And unless you've actually been a part of that or actually have had that, um, it's difficult. So people, I think, are a belief that even though that's a life-saving measure, they sort of just believe, well, just it's okay to be on dialysis. Oh, that's just a dialysis thing you'll do, right? And so when they just think about that, they, <clears throat> they're not realizing that what that kind of a commitment is, and and how it also can affect you financially and 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 in other ways. Um, and so I, I I do think it is a life saving measure. But in my in my humble opinion, I think if 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 I can do something to to help and change besides my own situation. The reason I created all this um, was to create the awareness that mm-hmm. people can live perfectly fine with one kidney and do so. You're you're a living uh, witness of, of somebody <laughs> who's received that four times, and mm-hmm. those four donors, I'm sure, are living great lives. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, it's a, it's interesting. You know, people always ask me that. How are you lucky enough to get four? And and I'm like, well, my first two didn't work, and nobody wanted them back in the 70s and early 80s. There wa- wasn't really a, much of a list, and neither one of those worked. Um, my third one lasted 20 years, and my fourth one has been a little over six years. And it's it's interesting because the innovation in kidney care has, and transplantation has allowed a lot of people to seek transplant back then. I mean. I remember in the 70s, you had to take so many steroids that, I mean, look, I looked like I, you know, was a balloon ready to take off. I was this big face and skinny body. And, it, it, you know, sometimes the treatment was worse than the, uh, of keeping the kidney was, you know, worse than, you know, the uh, dialysis at times. So uh, I have a question for you. In addition to your sister, um, who, who is your support? How are they dealing with all this? I have a, a very good extended family, and everybody really has given me a lot of support thus far. You know, everybody around me in my work has been supporting me, um, and it's been a lot of it's been a lot of work just trying to schedule uh, all of the you know the the, the calls and, and everything with with uh, the team of people. You know, my sister and um, 
my brother-in-law and all of my uncles and extended family really want to see me live a healthy life. They, they feel that um, I can still, you know, uh, do things for them uh, and, and do and do good things, you know, for uh, my nieces and nephew. And, you know, I really love to spend time with them. So they're all really, everyone's been very positive. I, I, there hasn't been any anybody that didn't think that I should do this or anybody that wouldn't want that for me. And, and I think a lot of them also, <laughs> again, have seen it with my father, have, have seen him struggle. So they, they really don't want that for me. They'd like me to be able to, uh, you know, live a healthy life and be productive and, and do great things for my family and, and um, you know, experience things. Now, you know, I was looking at some of the videos. Now, how did you get people to play the dumb kidneys? Did people volunteer or did you have to self-select? Well, we had um, we had a lot of volunteers um, that came that came on board, but these two gentlemen um, actually were also working with one of the groups. Uh, I believe it was Second Melody, um, and they basically helped us uh, put together this concept. And so they were the ones that actually helped find these two particular gentlemen. So all this was done through donation uh, of time. And I did, you know, I did try to do, you know, do some something small for them, but it was it was really, um, I think, uh, more about them wanting to to donate to the message, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 for the story, and they, they they see a bigger picture too, and and of course wanting to help me was was a big part of it, but you know, just just the just the importance of of um, these life giving measures and, and and this message, they felt that there was a bigger calling, so. It wasn't. It wasn't too difficult, and um, and actually the the filming really we did it. We did a very good job, and we we kind of were very organized, and so it wasn't um, it wasn't too overbearing for them. They didn't have to wear the suits <laughs> for too many days. Well, one of the things you you mentioned, I think it's it's quite interesting, and this is one of the hottest topics. You know, no matter if you have kidney disease or you don't, but uh, you know, dating and having kidney disease. I mean, you know, what is that like? It's a real challenge because you know when do you when do you tell somebody is is that right? So if you meet them and you're like the first thing out of your mouth is by the way I've got this hereditary kidney disease and it's it's I'm going to need a transplant or I'm on dialysis. Um, I, I think some people you know might just run from that. Um, not that, that that that's a bad thing. It's just the nature of of some people and others might I want to help. But for me it's been it's been very challenging. I've kind of uh, become more introverted and, and less outgoing. Uh, I still go out and do things, but I just have found dating to be a little bit difficult. Um, you know, people definitely do kind of judge a book by the cover. <laughs> the first thing they see, they're kind of, okay, um, this is a big guy. He probably drinks a lot, eats a lot, doesn't take care of his health, and um, it's, it's not quite true. But um, So it has been a little bit difficult um, here. Um, but I think that also depends on on the person, um, I've recently I was traveling. I like to do that. I was over in Asia, and I met a wonderful lady in Thailand. And you know, over there, they think having a big stomach is is good luck. So to me, <laughs> to them, to them, I'm I'm the big Buddha, and uh, you know, they they want to rub my stomach for good luck. So, uh, <laughs> so that's pretty I'm, funny. I'm I'm, uh, I'm being positive with that respect, but it's true, and. Um, but it is difficult here. I think it. I think for other people too that are faced with the same situation and have that 
a very large stomach. Uh, it, it's affected my, my personal life. Well, so much of dating and getting to, you know, I've been married 20 years, so I'm going to give, I'm going to face, you know, I'm going to rewind 20 years, but it's about confidence and how you feel about yourself. And when you're undergoing any kind of change in your body or whatever, it kind of, it kind of um, threatens it a little bit and you're not so sure of yourself. So uh, that can, you know, transmit to other, um, you know, people. Uh, I, I have a yeah. couple of questions before we follow up. And one is, I mean, I just have to say your costumes are fun. I mean, you know, everybody who's listening needs to go check out, you know, uh, BigDumbKidneys.com. But my last question is, and I find this pretty amazing because you're obviously dealing with some serious health issues. But you travel all over and you work for an industrial solar farm. And, and you travel globally. And, you know, we have something in common because my husband works for the city of Glendale in recycling. And, and you know, all of solar power is about pretty much recycling and being better to the environment, right? So, um, you know, everybody listening, you need to think about, you know, what a gift it would be to, you know, help recycle one of your kidneys you may not need and and to over to gene so there's my little bad um analogy but uh, i always say my husband loves me because i'm recycled <laughs> and uh, that's awesome <laughs> and, I, and, and i agree with that I, and, I, and i'm grateful you said that I, I i think um you know even if it's not to me even if somebody isn't going to donate to me i would think that they would at least donate to somebody else and you know, um, there's a lot of productive people in the world, and they really want to do things and, and do good things. But you know, if they're if they're you know, kind of tied to a machine, it's very difficult to to maintain that that same thing. And um, I've, I'm grateful for your time today, and and um, for those that are listening, I, I appreciate their time as well. Well, everybody, um, please go to BigDumbKidneys.com. Um, some creative videos and a great way to share the message about the importance of organ donation. And we all need to talk about it, either being a living donor or a deceased donor. And, you know, I went to a funeral last night for my very dear friend, Stephen First. And we have to just celebrate life. And remember, it's very, very precious. And we need to, um, you know, embrace every moment and help those who may not have as, as, as much as we do and reach out a helping hand and try to give support. So with that, um, I look forward to seeing your next video. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network. Please make sure to find us on Facebook or sign up for our newsletter at rsnhope.org. Kidney Talk is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment from your physician. Always seek the advice of your own health care provider regarding your medical condition.